Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business and of your life using your human design. Now, human design is a personal development tool that's really personal. It's mindset work that is based on things that work for you and the gifts that you were born with and how you operate best so that you can come to your life and business with joy, peace, and ease. I'm so excited to be having a beautiful guest on today. Adina Mayu is a certified life coach dedicated to helping women move from midlife crisis to revelation with a personal journey that includes major life transitions, overcoming challenges like infertility, miscarriages, career changes, divorce. She understands the complexities of navigating change and finding resilience. As an accredited certified coach, and she's also recognized by the International Coaching Federation. Adina, thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited. I'm so glad that we connected. And um, I just feel I was so excited to jump on today and see you and, and to record this beautiful episode. So um, Adina, we love to get to know our guests um, as they come on. And so um, do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into lately? So one book that I read recently that really resonated with me, um, and I think it was resonated with a lot of people, um, Maria Nemeth wrote The Energy of Money. And I think in our society, when everything is so, you know, turned around money, making more money, six-figure, seven-figure income, um, her perspectives on looking at money as energy and what it really is bringing to your life like what are you planning to do for that money how you spend your money why do you make need to make a certain amount of money it really resonated with me because it takes away the fear because I just need to make more money so I have accumulation to looking at from a wider perspective and really see the meaning of that money versus just a number oh that's that is so beautiful I love like powerful titles. And that is a powerful title the energy of money. Ooh, I love that. Um, now I know you're kind of well-traveled, but do you have a favorite place that you love to go to? You know, people actually asked me recently, like if you would go where I, I feel every place has its beauty, but if I had to like pick one, probably Croatia was for me that I felt the most connected with because it's so diverse there is history there is culture there is nature there is beach uh, and I think it was just a really like pack trip that you know we had a little bit of everything um, and it's beautiful so oh my goodness I've heard some really good things about that area of the world and how pretty it is and and um, just, yeah, I think it's just, there's so much beauty in each part of the world. It just makes me want to explore it all, you know? Yeah. Um, and I love, yeah, diversity and I love culture and seeing how people live and, and work and love. It's so beautiful. So, um, well, I'm so excited to dive into your human design chart and share with you the gifts that you were born with and, and how you operate best. We're, we're trying to get in this flow of like, 
what's most me, you know, and, and when we be, mm -hmm. bring me to the table, everything else um, is filled with joy and, and it accelerates really it has this velocity behind it. It's so beautiful, this powerful expansion. Um, so you are um, a projector that is one of the five energy types within human design. And that's the foundational um, place to start. I always get asked like, where do I start in human design? And I'm like, start mm -hmm. with your type. And that will give you so much direction and alignment and, and support within you. And so as a projector, your foundational gifts are you are a, a, an amazing guide and coach. You are an innovator and you see things with a bird's eye view. So you have this very um, beautiful way of seeing this bird's eye view of like this vantage point. So being up in the trees and saying, okay, I know that we want to go from here to over here, whatever that it looks like professionally, personally. Um, and I can see a, a way to get there that um, is efficient, that is um you're able to get to your end result that you're wanting to and not get caught up in the weeds. Oftentimes other energy type, other, they get, they're down here in the weeds and they're just, their, their vision is clouded, but you have this open air vision of seeing where you want to go and how to get there best. Um, you are a great guide and mentor and a coach because you see people's um, gifts that they have, and you put those to work, you point those out and you say, Hey, this is your gift. And so you can stand in this power and, and shift into that. It's like you're this facilitator for expansion and growth in other people. And it's really beautiful. Um, also you have these ebbs and flows of energy. So you can be high energy and you could get a lot done. You can be, and then you can come back down just kind of like, um, the ocean, right. Has these high tide and low tides, right? But it's still all beautiful. And we know that in low tide, that high tide's gonna come in. Same with your energy. We know that um, as projectors, and I'm a projector, so I completely understand this, is that um, sometimes there's this internal dialogue of, oh, I need to run, run, run. I need to go, go, go. I need to get a lot done, you know? Um, and I wanna do all these things, but something a uh, really good, way for projectors to look at themselves is to say, I'm going to have ebbs and flows of energy and I need to honor that and really listen to my body. And that is a skill is to listen to the body when it's saying, Hey, I need to rest right now. That's what my body really, really needs. And so I'm going to do that. <laughs> and so I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You know, it's very interesting because one thing like listening to your body and uh, that's what I'm trying to have with my clients that you need to be in the flow like sometimes there is so much pressure like society tells us to be a certain way um, and like even in my story like I was a scientist before and you know reading my human design and a lot of personalities like I was always like this doesn't make any sense and it did not I just did not want to accept <laughs> that it's not my personality type that did not make sense, but my career choice. So now I'm really wanting to have women to tap into like what, what is really when you are in the flow. And one of the things like just listening to your body, like, okay, it's okay to rest. It's okay to take time for yourself instead of, you know, having all this external things coming your way and even on my website I'm saying like I'm helping you to shatter all the chatter from outside and listen to your inner wisdom so 
I think this, what you just said, it's like, oh, interesting. Okay, so this is what I need to be more mindful in my own life to, to not feel guilty when I say like, I'm done. <laughs> I need to take a step back now and just, you know, take care of myself before I can move forward. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's this like permission that um, not only you're granting to your clients, but also to yourself as well as like mm -hmm. um, permission from guilt, permission to honor our bodies. And do you find that like, it's like that's in you with your clients, it's um, what you have to work through a lot is that mindset of like giving themselves permission to either slow down or to like honor their bodies or to do restorative practices, you know? Yeah, I, I think that women nowadays are so, we want to be a powerhouse, we are resilient, we are strong, um, and we don't allow ourselves to tap into what makes us women, our intuition, compassion, the softness. Um, and I think until we are seeing that as a value, it's hard to give ourselves permission, like we cannot feel our emotions, right? Like, oh, you're too emotional. Why do you feel that way? And just like giving ourselves permission if, you know, from outside, we don't get validation that, yes, it's okay to feel a certain way. It's okay to rest. It's okay to, you know, not be always positive. Like the toxic positivity is so prevalent. Um, even chat GPT, the other day I typed in something, it's like, it just always flipped it around to, but the, the silver lining is, it's like, no, I just, I'm curious, how would you write this down with, without any silver lining? Like we <laughs> always need to tip it to, you know, see the positives and sometimes just sitting with that feeling mm -hmm. and, you know, allowing ourselves to feel that it's so valuable. And I think we need to be able to tap into that more. Yes, I, I love that being able to embrace our power as women, that we have this powerful intuition. I was just telling my children the other day, we were talking about a situation and my kids are um, like from older teenagers to a young adults. And so we were talking about um, when you feel this vibe is off with a person, that that is enough to step back to say, okay, what's going on here to question, to get curious and stuff like that. And that's all you need. And so we were having this conversation. It was so cool. I was like, um, it, but it is, it's like it, our intuition, our emotions behind it, this, this compassion, these softer vibes really tell us so much about, um, our lives personally or professionally. And, and oftentimes we either shut it down or we listen, but it's a skill set to listen to those things. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, another part of your chart is um, your strategy. And this is how you make things happen. And I love that each human design has a way that they make things happen. It's not just in this box, you know, like um, I often have found like why I love this side of personal development is because it's so personal, you know, it's just so integrative. I feel like human design builds us this beautiful puzzle piece and we just slide a puzzle into it and then we get a bigger picture of what is really true for us. So yours is to be invited. Now, when we when projectors hear like, well, to be invited, like that seems like in business, uh, you know, we put up 
forth this alpha energy. We're making things happen. You know, what is this in invitation that we're looking for? And all this invitation is, is when people lean in to the work that we're doing, right? Um, when they're either like physically, emotionally, like tell me more, you know, and this can be um, putting out this starts in the curation process of we put good work out there. We are in charge of putting amazing content out there, putting um, good vibes out there, reaching out to people. We're in charge of um, showing what we can do. And then we look for those people who are leaning in and asking us more, who are either liking this post or who are having conversations with us. And that's the invitation. So it's not about sitting down and just waiting. It's in the doing of curating these invitations, curating these good relationships, that things start to happen for us. And, um, and really when it comes down to this is, is acknowledging our worth that we have great things to say. We have great things to share. We have great things to bring to this table and to this world. Um, and it first has to start with honoring ourselves. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You know, it's very interesting because just recently I, um, I started to, I start conversations, but I always, you know, I think in the business world, it's very prevalent. Like you set up a meeting and then it's like, how can I help you? And it always took me back. Like, it almost feels like, okay, what do you want from me? Like get down to business, <laughs> tell me what you want. And I never knew how to react to that because for me, and I did not understand until just recently that for me, like we connected and it was just like human to human. And once we pick up each other's vibe, it's like, is there an opportunity there? Then it goes. And if not, like, I don't go to a conversation of this is what I want from you. It's like, let's pause check first. Like, do I even want to do any collaboration? And then sometimes it comes up, sometimes it's not. And then that just even to let it go, like, this is not an opportunity here. Instead of like forcing and like pushing, we have this mindset of, yeah, just do it. The harder it gets, the harder you push instead of being in the flow. And that's what I'm really passionate about. Like, how can we listen to our intuition and lean in, but not lean against, you know, not like pushing when there is a wall inside, but see like, okay, there is a wall, let's look around, is there a door open somewhere? And I think nowadays we have a little bit of that mindset, like, oh, there is a wall, just get a hammer and knock it down. <laughs> Yes. And I think it would be so much easier if we would lean into looking around, getting into the energy, listening to that intuition. Is this is is this a connection here? Um, like you just said with your children, like listen to that. And, you know, maybe even like get a step back, like what's in there? Maybe it's from me. Like, is that something I need to be aware of? But not just like go like this is hard. Great, great challenge. Like. I'm going to make this happen. Maybe sometimes we don't have to make it happen. That's yes. the Right. Well, in manifesting, we always talk about things are coming towards us, but oftentimes we block them. And mm -hmm. in manifestation, it's always about opening up the flow of things, you know, like stepping into this identity of who we really are and, and this new reality that we're really creating. And, um, part of this is having confidence in our abilities and who we are really 
we are, you know, and having that clarity that we bring amazing things to the table that we're, that we should share um, things. I was working with a, um, a client and she's in a corporate space and she was saying, she was telling me about an experience. We were talking a lot about use your voice. Your voice makes a difference. And so I want you to use that gift that you have and really step into your space in the corporate world, utilizing that more. And so she was telling me about an experience she had that she she's like, I heard your voice in my head to say this thing in a meeting. And she's like, I didn't want to speak up, but I heard your voice say, speak up. And so she spoke up and she said what everybody else was thinking. And it was so beautiful because and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, thanks. You know, and she had coworkers message her and be like, thank you for sharing, you know, that type of thing. So, um, so do you find too, in your client work that it's like, um, like helping people to have that voice or to have that confidence in themselves? I think what's important is to listen. And sometimes it's hard to depict like what is just fear because it's uncomfortable or when is not the right thing to do. You know, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's speaking up, whether like, really reasoning like what is where is that that butterfly in the stomach comes from is it because it's an opportunity that you just have to step into or is it like you have this feeling that this doesn't feel right and and I think in the coaching having that conversation so you can get clarity and kind of separate the two is super important because it's hard it, it can feel in our body very similarly But knowing like, which one is it? Oh, I love that. I love that distinction of like, is this um, like what I should go towards? Or is this like um, something I need to really reevaluate, you know, and Mm -hmm. to, um, to look at. So that is really magical. Um, Also on your chart, um, on that body graph part, there are centers and either the centers are colored in um, or, and on my, uh, when you, people pull on my chart, um, on my website, they're colored in green or they're colored in white. And so when they're colored in green, you have, these are called defined centers. And these centers mean that you always have these gifts all the time. And, mm-hmm. um, they're just part of you and you can lean on them and they're like anchoring your soul. And so you have, um, the crown which is defined. And the crown's job is all about inspiration. And you have the Ajna, which is, so we're starting at the top and we're working down. You have the Ajna, which is defined. And the Ajna is is ideas and points of view. And then you have the throat, which is all about communication and speaking. You have the G center, which is, um, we're just going all down the line, (laughs) which is all about uh, direction and love. And then you have the spleen, which is kind of off to the side of the lower, um, which is intuition. So you always have those gifts all the time. And um, and when we're stepping into different circumstances, it's nice to have the brain retrained in these ways and like, okay, um, if I have the gift of speaking and communication, what would that do to my life if I, or my business, if I utilize that more, you know? 
Or um, oftentimes when people have thought, they have inspiration and ideas all the time, they are like, oh, could this just stop? I just need this to turn off for just a minute, you know? (laughs) But if we look at it like, oh, this is a beautiful gift. I don't have to chase after any, all these inspiration and ideas. I just have to let them flow in and flow out, you know, that type of thing. Um, same thing with love and direction, like how beautiful it is that you get to guide people in your coaching. And, um, I wonder if this is what drew you a lot to this is because Mm -hmm. you're a coach and a guide you layer on your projector abilities with your ability to help people with their direction in life, with their love of themselves and others. And, and then the spleen is all about intuition is being guided by your intuition. And I love that we've mentioned that even before this point is like being highly intuitive. Like what does that, you know, um, those feelings really acknowledge those feelings and use those as an anchor to what you're going to do next. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on those, any of those gifts that have helped you in your business or personal life. You know, something that came up a lot, and it's interesting, it came up again, intuition, like I do want my clients to tap into the intuition. But even when I was still in the coaching school, and I was coaching, you know, like we did mentor coaching, it always came up like the mentors always said that I have an intuition, like I pick up stuff that it's not said. But I just feel from, you know, underlying and I I feel that what makes me a great coach that I can listen to behind the words and feel what what's there that was not said and and oftentimes you know I always ask permission like this is what's coming up for me like can I share and how does it resonate with you because I believe that the clients are always the ones who are guiding our sessions and I'm there you know as a hub but not to tell you should do this, you should do that. And even this, like, this is just an intuitive hit for me. How does this resonate? And most of the time it's like, oh, I have not thought about like, now that you, you know, like we start to see it differently. Um, So I think that's really important to be able to tap into. And I realize how, you know, as a scientist, we were so like head driven and data driven. And I almost like had a disconnection from who I am until I was, you know, realized that, you know, this was great. And I'm so grateful. Like that career helped me be where I am today. And I do believe that everything happens for a reason. Even the things that in the moment doesn't seem like something that you would want. But, you know, that makes us be where we are today. And this is just part of our story and part of our growth. And if we can look at it like, okay, that served me, but it doesn't mean we have to be stuck in this. Like, people did not understand why I don't go back to my stable job. And it's like, that was serving me a purpose and it's not anymore. And being able to let go of, you know, jobs, relationship, whatever it is, that's not serving you without feel guilt or without being negative about it. Just saying like, yes, I'm grateful this happened and now I'm moving on. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of like, within those moments, there's a lot of forgiveness that happens, you know, like that's one thing in business, like that I talk um, and work with my clients on is like, how are you for, you know, processes of forgiving? Because forgiving is all about releasing, you know, it's not saying mm-hmm. like, 
um, that, that whatever, if it's something that happened, that that person was okay doing that, you know, it's not a permission at all. It's a releasing. It's all about us and our hearts and our souls. And the more that we can release, the more that we embody the person that we're meant to do and that we're aligning with this beautiful reality that we really want to create. And so in that release, like there is so much beauty and joy. Um, and in that holding on, there's so much despair. It can be, you know, but it can be scary to let yeah. go of things, you know, really, I love to control things, yeah. but you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah. think that we feel when we forgive, we give permission. And I think yeah. it was it Matt Robbins yesterday. I saw something on Instagram that that person probably already moved on. They don't even know, you know, they hurt us. Like it's only for us. And, yes. and it's not giving permission, it's giving permission to ourselves to move on and, you know, do something different in our life versus staying in that mindset or that, that sadness or whatever it is that brings yeah. up for us. That's yeah. important. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, one other thing on your chart is um, that you, there's a way that you feel things. And this really gives mm -hmm. us an insight into like how we operate best and how we can serve others and, and serve ourselves as well. And so you are a non-emotional, which is you are a cool, calm and collected person. So you're naturally in this cool, calm and collected state. So, um, a lot of times, um, People who are cool, calm, collected, when things are going crazy, they're like, okay, we got this, you know, we're gifting this like chill energy to people. We're just going to move forward, you know, that type of thing. Um, also at the same time, what you do for others and yourself as well is you can um, pick up what others are feeling. So really this empathetic um, and feeling of understanding what they feel because you feel it too. It's almost like this connection really that's drawn between you and the person, which makes you a fantastic coach because you're able to read the room of emotions without people having to necessarily say and speak it. And you can really get down to the the message that they're trying to um, say. And sometimes it can be hard for clients to say things, you know, but you can understand the frequency of their emotions um, and, and really this read the room and, uh, and be almost like this mirror back. This is what I see. This is what I, I'm feeling, you know, that, um, and, and picking up on those different signs that emotions bring to us. So um, now also at the same point, point, um, people who are this cool, calm and collected can hold on to other people's emotions. They can just hold them on, put them in their backpack, you know, like we have this emotional backpack and they can stick them in there and not release them. So it's a really good opportunity for, um, and I'm a non-emotional as well. It's a good opportunity for us to realize like, oh, okay, this is this person's emotions. I don't need to carry them. They, they gave me information. They allowed me to connect with them better and deeper, but now I can release that. Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I don't know if you ever heard about um, emotional code. It's, um, it's almost like an energy work and how you release, like we, we keep emotions in our body that can show up, which actually I know now that I keep stored emotions in my back, but it's interesting you said that I'm keeping other people emotions because when I did that, one thing that came up that I had to release insecurity from another person that I was keeping in my own body. 
So oh. we it's it's very it was very interesting. Like I don't want obviously to say who who the person yeah. was, but it's like oh that's very interesting that I pick up on others and keeping it for myself. Um, and you know, in the coaching, I I always felt like I'm super compassionate, and you know, like I'm actually like I hear a song, I can start to cry because the lyrics speak clear to me. Yes. And I was when I 10, 20 years ago when it came up in my personal test that oh you should be a therapist. And I said, I can't. I would break down. I you know I would be so drawn into other people's pain and I was scared how I would do as a coach and interestingly I can be in the space and be compassionate without making it about me without Mm. taking you know a lot of clients you know cry during the session it's not something I think when we really start to tap into those deep deep thoughts and feelings that we try to suppress it just releases and that's just the way of you know cry is a way of kind of rinsing our body and I was always like oh my gosh can I can I stay cool and collected and I did not have yet maybe one day it happens but you know sometimes like oh that would have been if I'm not in my coaching hat on like a friend I probably would have cried because I take it on but as a coach I I stay out, you know, it's about them. It's not about me. And that helps me to serve them, to be there for them without healing. You know, when I start to cry, it's it's not about them anymore. I'm bringing myself into that conversation. Yes, yeah. Well, and it's neat um, because you're able to um, be in the service mindset in the service mode, you know, and to really embrace that. Um, and to really like, you can feel their waves of emotion, but you know, that's information that you can turn around to better serve them and help them and guide them, which I think Mm -hmm. is so beautiful. Um, one other part on your chart that I wanted to dive into is a gate. Now gates on that body graph, there's all these lines that are colored in mm-hmm. and gates are halfway lines on the body graph and you have, um, lots of gates, but one that really stood out to me is your gate 57 and this gates are always attached to energy centers. This one is on the spleen, which is all about intuition. And so you have this gate. It's my future is full of infinite possibilities, so you have this gift of the nose for the future, being able to be intuitive about what the future can bring and what it can present to you. It's almost like this feeling roadmap, you know, that's laid out before you and you can see patterns and how they play out and um, allow yourself to find hope and and um, security in those um, future. Now, also on the flip side, people can look at the oh, you know, can get nervous about the future and things like that. So we want to um, release that part of it, but we want to really embrace like, I I can see all these beautiful, infinite possibilities that could happen and to anchor in on those beautiful, infinite possibilities. So um, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. You know, what came up as you shared this, that now that I'm much more in touch with my intuition and my gut feelings. And I try to, I often see with clients, like we have the knowing and 
like we know we are valuable, but somehow we don't feel it in our heart and having that connection. And sometimes it's like, I know I can do this, but then I don't feel it in my body. And recently, like in my situation, like I left my career, I was a stay-at-home mom, I'm starting a new business. And so many people were like, why don't you go back to your job? That's a stable job, you can make a decent mm-hmm. income. And I had that hope and that inner knowing that this is my path and it's going to work out. Like, you know, I'm not out yet when, when I see like, okay, this is it. But just trusting that I find my purpose and, you know, if I can just go through this, you know, in being in the woods right now, um, that it's going to lead me where I'm supposed to be. So this is what came up to me. It's like just reinforcing me that, you know, sometimes it can be like, oh, you're aloof, like you're crazy. Why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. And sometimes it's hard to accept that not everything has to make sense for you to make sense. You know, you just know this is what, what you have to do. I love that. Not everything has to make sense like logically, you know, like in a spreadsheet form, it can just make sense in our heart and our soul and our intuition is guiding us through there. And just to lean into that and to trust ourselves again, trusting the process is so Mm -hmm. important, you know, because it is always a process business and life are always a process, you know, and we're always about hitting those new expansions. And in those expansions, we can honor that movement and growth by honoring ourselves and really trusting into that. So Adina, this has been so beautiful. Thank you for letting us uh, share these gifts that you were born with. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having us. This was so much fun. Oh, I'm so, so glad. It was so amazing. Um, and audience, thank you for being on today. Thank you for listening. Make sure you screenshot this episode and put it in your stories. Tag Adina and I, and we'll, um, we'll shout you out as well. Adina, oh, I also want to see, um, how can the audience get connected with you? How can they get into your world? Yeah, so I'm on social media, Facebook, it's just my name and Instagram. Um, and yeah, I think the best, if you want to get, you know, in touch um, and maybe connect and see what's out there for us, um, Facebook Messenger is probably where I can, you know, connect most often. And then we might take it there from from another platform. But that's where I check in on the daily. So the quickest answer is probably coming from Facebook Messenger. Oh, perfect. And we'll have all those um, links in the show notes as well. So people can um, jump on with you again. Thank you, Adina, so much for being on the show. Um, Thank you for having us and sharing all this information. It was very very interesting. I always, I'm always interested in learning more about myself and see how can I be even more aligned with who I am. So it just reassured a lot of these decisions I'm making that it, it makes sense based on my human design as well. So it's not just a gut feeling. It's, it's a bigger picture. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So great. Well, again, thank you audience for being on the show um, with us as well. And let's embrace our power. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Do you want to know all the things about your human design chart? I get that question all the time. Grab your iridescent human design reading. It's a private podcast, human design reading. 
Each episode dives into a part of your chart and it's about 30 episodes with my eyes on your chart and then giving you an iridescent action step because it's one thing to know about your human design. It's one thing to know how you operate, what are your gifts, but it's a next level to do something about it. So thank you again for being part of this episode. Screenshot this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me and I'll shout you out as well. Send me a message on Instagram. I love connecting with the viewers and listeners. Um, make sure you subscribe to the episodes and I would love it if you can leave a review. I love hearing from you and connecting with you. Check out the show notes for all things of this episode and more ways we can connect and work together. Let's rise to thrive.